When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. And it is good to be back in the chair. I had a couple of weeks out, so thank you for those that have stepped into the breach. Uh, really good to be back. And I've got three guests here with me. Uh, we've got Stuart Brodkin. Hello. We've got Steve Cox. Hello. And Lee Warner. Hello. Uh, I think we should start, gentlemen, with uh, last night's FA Youth Cup at the magnificent stadium. Yep. Uh, I know, Stuart, you would have watched. I have to say, I didn't see it. Um, I, I saw bits of it, so I'm relying on you to give yeah. us... Uh, well, so Steve and I both saw it yeah. full in full. Um, I, th- I was very disappointed, actually, having seen them play the last in the semi-final. Um, they didn't get into the game, really, at all in the first half, apart from the goal they scored. Um, and they, were, they looked a bit edgy, a bit... I know Steve disagrees, but I thought they were a bit nervous playing in front of a home crowd, perhaps, uh, on a big occasion. Chelsea kept the ball really well. They looked, you know, as if they were all on steroids, the Chelsea players. They looked much bigger, stronger uh, than we did. And they kept the ball really well. They look a very, very good side. Second half, we had chances. We could have, we could have equalised. Uh, could have even gone ahead, but that third goal is probably a killer. I mean, my lad watched it, and he does exactly the point he said. He said they look stronger, they look more physical, they just look the stronger side all round. Yeah, I think in, in the second half, they tired a little bit for a patch of about 20 or so minutes, and at that point, we looked as though we probably could get an equaliser and even go on to win the tie. In fact, I think they created three or four chances in that period of time, and really probably should have made more of them. Um, we played football in the style that we do in the first team although what the lads need to learn is when to play from the back and when to just get the pressure out of the way because at least well one of the Chelsea goals came directly from a pass out from the keeper pressure from Chelsea won the ball back two passes and it's in the back of the net and you know, kind of I don't think we should be too hard on them because at the end of the day they do play nice attractive football and, and they're probably just a little bit overawed at the um, occasion really I so, guess It's only half time as well We've only got to go to Stamford Bridge yeah. on the 26th or 27th on yeah. You didn't bother Lee then I, I watched the first half um, I was busy last night so I, I caught the first half and I've not really watched the, um, the young boys this season so I was coming at it from a bit of a fresh perspective and I do agree they, the Chelsea players looked a little bit more pumped up and 
just a little cleverer to be honest we were yeah. a bit naive at times you've got players you know young players they get that adrenaline rush where they're where they're running at a player um rather than trying to keep the ball like like the first team would they you know maybe overrun it a few times and lose possession which was a bit disappointing yeah i think they are much better than they showed last night uh the the most disappointing thing even more disappointing than the result was that barker and angelino or two best players were virtually non-existent last night Barker hardly ever got the ball. He's a good player. I think he might make it, you know, the next step up. Did well for the goal. He did well for the goal, but he was never seen. I mean, he had so many opportunities in the semi-finals, the two legs, that he just ran them ragged, Leicester. But this was a different proposition. He never got the ball. It's also important to say that I think Chelsea have, have won the Youth Cup about yeah. three in the last five years or something. Yeah. So they're clearly a, a very well-drilled unit. And obviously the players change every year, but they're doing something right in their academy to have that consistency. And it's, We're still very much a working progress in our academy, so it, it takes time. Sounds like the Premier League all over again. <laughs> Feeling of deja vu all over again, as a friend of mine often says. <laughs> Absolutely. Stuart, you, you, I know you, you watch them a lot, I know that, and you've seen them live, you go up there and see them, and you follow yeah. them all over the country. Uh, any, you've mentioned one or two names. Any you know, kind of predictions for the future? Any of those lads who you well, think... I think, you know Bar- that- I think sorry to interrupt, I think Barker will make it if he you know, gets his right head on. I think he could be a bit, uh, a bit cocky. Uh, he doesn't trap back a lot. But he's got absolutely tons of ability. He can beat a man. He's very quick. He plays up and front, yeah? He's a striker, yeah? He play, no, he's a left wing, uh, left winger. But he, you know, he scores. He scores goals. He scored a penalty in the semi-final. Uh, put it away beautifully. But he might make it. The left-back, Angelino, uh, I thought he had a bad game last night. He was out of position a lot. But he's tough. He could make it too. Uh, those are my two tips for the top. Yeah, I'd agree. All right. Should we talk about the first team then, who are sort of struggling to catch up with Chelsea, a bit like the youth team then? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a fairly comfortable routine victory at the weekend, West Ham 2-0, it was never in doubt? wasn't in doubt that we were going to win, probably should have won more comfortably than we really did, given West Ham's apathetic attitude to the game, really. Um, I thought West Ham were quite poor, they struggled to keep hold of the ball, we pressed them very well, but we didn't really make much of the opportunities that we did have. We probably could have won 4-5, maybe even 6-0 to be fair. I don't think West Ham were up to much at all at the weekend. No, they weren't. I think a better team or a more pumped up team might have given us a bit more of a scare. Um, definitely, I still think we would have won when we're playing these sorts of teams outside the top five or six, but you know, we, we weren't at our best. We, we showed moments of, of, of real genius and quality and those flashes that we've only seen in, in sort of flitting moments this season, which is disappointing overall, but yeah, we, it was such a comfortable game. They just, you know, there's something about West Ham with City at the moment where they, they never seem to turn up when they play us, so no except complaints. For, except for October when they did us 2-1. Oh yeah, place. sorry, completely <laughs> forgot about that one. Yeah. I think it's the home record yeah. that we've got on them, which is ridiculous. And obviously last season when we beat them about 6-0 on one leg in the cup, at 9-0 overall. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I thought we did show flashes of very good football at times. The opposition was poor. Unusual to see an Anodice team play with so little spirit. Um, I thought Mangala had a good game. I never thought I'd ever say that. And Zabaleta, actually. Zabaleta, yeah, Zabaleta was, was absolutely really awesome. Bad. He looked back absolutely, to his normal yeah. self, didn't he, at yeah. the weekend? He, Tackles, was, every, he, he was everywhere. He carried a small child onto the pitch at the start. I thought he was bundle. carrying a small child all the way through the game, actually. He, was, <laughs> yeah. he seemed to be carrying a small child everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but there was a nice touch, wasn't it? it was, you know, yeah. sort of baby... Baby Zabaleta, a young chap, is sort of born into the world at St Mary's Hospital in Manchester. A good Mancunian child. Excellent. 
be good Mancunian like its father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, called sort of Mancunian, just like Clive, to have a letter or something. What like is it? That? It's not. It's called. It's called something. I did see it. Oh yeah, it's a funny name. Like uh, I can't As remember. A S something or other. Begins with an A anyway. Yeah. 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 Zabba Zabba. Yeah. So uh, I, I've written Mangala down because I think you know people have been saying for for months. You know he's not going to make it. It's a complete waste of money. But he looked to quality. He, Looked a quality centre back, didn't he? <laughs> he was yeah. only up against Carlton Cole, actually. No, but you but know, he, he, didn't, he, actually, he didn't do a lot wrong. Carlton Cole, he, Premier Premier League footballer. Come on, yeah, we've been slagging true. him off all year. Let's give the lad his true. five minutes of uh, of glory on the Manchester. He's had two show. good games. His first game for us and his last game for us. It's true. <laughs> You're yeah. writing him off for that's it, is it? He's gone, has he? It's, it's his, it. Officially, it's his last game for City. <laughs> no, it's his last game. Yeah. Lee, Lee he, looked all right. he looked all right, didn't he? He looked really good, yeah. I mean, again, it was against really, really poor opposition. Um, and he needs to have a bit of more consistency over a period of about five or six games yeah. to really convince me. But I'm not, as, years. <laughs> I'm, not as, um, I'm not as negative as that. I don't know, I just give him time. He's 21, he's supposed to be absolutely an absolute world beater I just think you need to give him time he's a young lad looks very assured very looks very assured on the ball and that's that's the thing he plays he, he's very good at playing the ball out from defence spotting where the pass is and should be and he doesn't seem to put himself under pressure mm. at all I mean talking about some of the standout players obviously Mangala was one the other one was Navas who you know has yeah. come in for his fair share of criticism I guess over the season it's fair to say but I, I, I read an interesting st- statistic that he's had more assists than any other City player. People say, you know, his final pass isn't good enough. He's had eight assists this year, he's which really is better than any other City player. Yeah. I think he's played more minutes than any other City player this season and last season as well, which is uh, the odd one I found. Yeah. He's had more shots than any other player in the Premier League without scoring. It feels a bit like a sort of political argument, this, doesn't it? You know, so, so the Labour Party will come on and sort of talk about all the terrible things they're doing and then vice versa. So I'm, I'm, trying, to sort of look, I'm trying to look at some positives here because yeah, this time last season we were pushing for the Premier League. It was on. We were going to win it. You know, we're out of everything and we'll come on to whether we're going to finish you know, fifth, fourth, third, second or, or wherever in a moment. But the, there were some positives. Yeah, they, they were awful. I don't, I don't know why we can talk about West Ham but I don't really want to talk about Fat Sam particularly. I think my favourite quote of the afternoon was my son actually saying to me, grief that West Ham player is shit he just got out jumped by Navas and that was that <laughs> <laughs> that, so that really cool. kind of sums them up doesn't it that, that, was, that was how they were I was really surprised when Navas actually cut that ball back for Aguero yeah, I didn't see it coming at all especially no. from, he's a sort of player who would probably just try and lash it Take it on. Yeah. five yards yeah. over the bar it was a really really clever pass and he caused the own goal didn't he is he did, yeah, assist, yeah. he did, he did. Does that count as I assist? Don't, I don't it wasn't a corner it didn't come from no, a corner no, 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 never scored from corners no, I, I, did, I did feel sorry for um, the West Ham player Collins. Collins at that point because yeah. I thought that that was one where it could have gone anywhere yeah but we deserved a bit of luck we haven't had it yeah. in a long time have we had any own goals this season we've we not had many have we many. No, no. Uh, and what about uh, Mr. Silver, who I believe is back in training which is good I and mean, I thought at one point he died um, <laughs> but, but you know the, the, he the would match. go to heaven if he did well, of course he would but you know the, is it that they just nowadays they've all got to be so careful what in 10 minutes he was on the pitch and well, we I had neck, took, neck braces and took, oxygen took hefty, he took a hefty whack didn't he yeah. and, and I don't think that he didn't have any opportunity to put his arm up to protect himself so but I if think, he was a rugby player he'd be not playing and saying I'm going to carry on here and actually, so on actually now um, <laughs> with something like that a rugby player actually has to go off the pitch for about 5 minutes and be assessed properly before they're allowed to continue it's taken a while to get there though hasn't it it has taken a while to get there 
So um, I think they also, you know, it's David Silva. It's not, it's not some youngster. He's just, you know, they, they want to really make sure that he's okay. He's one of our best players, and he's kind of a, you know, wrap him in cotton wool sort of thing. He's, Bubble wrap. They, yeah, I think they, you understand the context in which I'm asking that question. We've all yeah. got concern. Elf, it's great, elf great and safety. Elf and safety. Great seeing back in. Yeah. Inter- deliberate, deliberate elbow, red no. card, straight red. If you if no. you watch him running on, um, his other elbow goes up a bit. But I, I'm not so sure it wasn't deliberate. I don't know. It wasn't. It, I don't think it was deliberate. Did, didn't, look, didn't look deliberate to me. No. And this is why we shouldn't have video tech. I'm delighted you said that. And all these people say we should have video technology because we've got a perfect example. We've got two. I'll just excuse you for a moment if I can, Steve. But we've got two of the greatest podcasters on the planet in Stuart Brodkin and Lee Warner. And one of you- to uh, exclude Steve. Steve. No, I'll come back to Steve in a second. I'm just kind of playing one against the other. So we're in a studio here and you're the son of the, you know, you're looking at the TV replay in the stand and one of you says it is deliberate one says it isn't. And that's where, that's why I want to sort of just talk about yeah, this. Yeah, but I sec- think if you did that for every game, for, for, it, for contentious incidents... But this is a not, contentious hang on, incident. Hang on, you'd get 95% success rate like they do in cricket, whereas referees, which... I attack every week, get it about 50% right. That's rubbish. That's it's not absolute rubbish. nonsense. What about that Cel- the Celtic handball, Inverness, but, but the thing Kelly, is, handball in the penalty area? Nobody gives it. They've got somebody on the touchline, the, behind the goal, as an extra official. Didn't see it either. But with something like that, it's not a, it's not a penalty decision. Like, no, I, I think I would agree with It's with not that Stuart. important. Ch- stopping the game for a really contentious penalty call would be more important than this, which is in the middle of the pitch. It's, it's well, a decision of whether it's no, a yellow I, or a I red dis- card. I disagree completely. It's a red card. They could be play the rest of the game with 10 I don't 10 think that plus. was a red card. I wouldn't, no, I but, would, but Stuart thinks it might be. That's my point. It might have been. That's why there should be an assessor whose decision is then final. But, but the referee gets help, <laughs> hang on, from an assessor who says... This I is think, great. No, no, you have to agree that the, the second decision is taken by the assessor. No, I don't agree at all. So the okay. referee's got... There are four of them out there already, yeah? Okay. And then you've got a situation where you've got... Now you've got two people. Then we're going to have an assessor. We'll go to bloody arbitration next, will we? And yeah, we'll have a court not? of law. Why not? As long as and we'll get it right at the get, end. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the, the thing is, with, with fouls and things like that, that's something that retrospectively then you can give a long sentence. But a penalty decision, nothing comes out, out nothing you can change after because it, it drastically affects the game, penalty decision. A red card may or may not affect the game, but, you, but and, nowhere near uh, as right, much as Steve, penalty. help penalty. me here. You, you have been in a situation where you're watching Match of the Day or something similar, and they've got two panellists on there, and one says it was a penalty and one says it wasn't. We can go on forever. But you and leave so it with the on-field... I'm asking, st- I'm asking Steve now. You've I'm had telling a go. you that you leave it with the on-field decision. Of course you do. Like you do in cricket. Exactly. No, so after the assessor has had a look at it. We don't need a bloody assessor. Leave it with the on-field people. That's what I'm saying. Steve, bit of sanity, okay. please. You're a okay. chance. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> The, the sanity is you, you leave it with the on-field decision. I quite agree with that. I don't think that it would have changed that decision. However, what I am in favour of is a system similar to rugby where if after the game, on reviewing the incident, you decide that it was deliberate and he should have had a red card, it can be upgraded to a red card. doesn't matter whether the referee dealt with it at the time. If it's deemed then that the referee's decision is not the correct one, then the red card should be applied retrospectively and the guy should that, get a three-game ban. Pre- but that, and, and I think that's a fairer way of doing it. It keeps the flow of football. Nobody's saying the ref's wrong. But that pretty much does happen anyway when well, you have no, incidents... It not not no, when it's been spotted. No, if it's when been you, dealt when you with, have you can't, can't review For example, it. someone 
trying to bite someone and it's not seen in the game and the player doesn't get sent off and then retrospectively if they give them a nine match ban but, that's basically they, the same can, thing but they can only do it retrospectively if the ref hasn't taken action in the game what I'm saying here is a decision was made by the ref to give him a yellow card if it's deemed later that it should have been a red then you should be able to take action on it at the moment you can't the FA won't allow you to take action oh, on right. it can you tell me why the Premier League La Liga and other leagues around Europe and around the world don't follow the rugby league in this country, which is a minor organisation. It's not a multi-million pound That's industry. That's the reason, because it's a minor organisation. It's a lot easier to implement those sorts no, of things. No, it's not. It is. It definitely I, it is. It can't be. Because I think Decisions they... are, get, are being made week after week, Alan, game I'll, after I'll, game, which are wrong. I'll answer you. I'll it's answer a lot harder to, to bring something so drastically changing into a sport that's never had that before no, got when line, it's so worldwide. We've got goal line technology. That came yeah, in very quickly. But Stuart... They did come in quickly. It's on 50, 60 years. Why right, 60 Stuart, World Cup? Stuart, let me answer your question. Let me answer your question in a second. So, yes. goal line technology—that's yes. factual. That's yes. in and out of play. Yes. Okay, exactly. that is absolutely factual. Okay. And the, the the way the technology works is, it is within an instant. It goes to the referee's wristwatch yep. and tells him whether it's a goal or not. I'm not unhappy with that. I have to say, okay. when it gets to fouls, when it gets to um, incidents, elbows, dives, anything else, that is, and the law states, if in the referee's opinion. It's not factory. It's about somebody's opinion. And so the whole law would have to change. Mm. Yeah? And the game I'm would stop. And I think, you know, rugby league is a different game. Yeah. Football, you know, it, football is a different game. I think it would just change the whole dynamic of the game to stop and look at a screen. Cricket is different as well. You bowl a ball. Let me just finish the point. You bowl the ball. Yeah? Play stops. The batsman takes his mark. The bowler goes back to his run-up. The fielders go back to their positioning and they start to walk in. It's a totally different game. Okay, We're not how, comparing apples with how apples. How is it different then from the incident involving Barton and Tevez when the referee walked over to the linesman or the assistant referee, whatever they call them, and, and parlayed with him for a minute or so? That's my point. There are four of them. Let them yeah, deal why with is it. it. Why is it different from, say a penalty decision being given or not given, and the referee says, we'll have a look at that. It takes a few seconds for it to be replayed on the screen. Somebody upstairs can have a look at it and say, you got it wrong, ref. Well, I just think it's part well, of... you were right. Why well, don't we back the referee by saying you got it wrong? But, but then again, having that second screen, I'm not sure I agree necessarily, Nigel, but having that second screen and having that extra opinion doesn't actually make clear anything up because even if that person then thinks okay we, we know it should be changed that's just his opinion again yeah, but they see it in slow motion the referee has no chance really of seeing it in, in real I've time seen, because I've players are diving players are, are leaving their foot there I've seen dives in slow motion sooner, as well sooner, and it's still inconclusive of There's course it is things. in which case you leave it with the referee you say I can't. Sh- I can't decide. But is it? Is, isn't it not just about? Isn't it not just part of the game? You know that you have situations where you've got a hundred thousand pound a week footballer a yard out from goal and he blasts it over the bar. Right. He shouldn't do that. That's a terrible mistake. Should yeah. we stop the game and put it back to his feet and saying you've just made a terrible error? No, not, and of course you should score every minute. time. No. So it, it, it's part of the game. Steve, where do we go from here? <sighs> Thank you. Can I just say game, one thing? <laughs> it's part of the game. I agree. It's not part of the game because now we have 17 cameras yep. at Premier League games. You can see things from five different angles. Why don't we use that? To the benefit of the game, the fans, the team. Because it would change the whole so what? spirit. Of... Okay. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks. No, no, we're <laughs> carrying on. Uh, what about Aguero's second goal then? That was something special, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. We like that. Yeah, yeah we like that. All right. We've dealt with that. <laughs> we dealt well, with no, wait, actually. Can we just... We didn't talk re- about the goal. <laughs> can we rewind a little bit? Of course. The, the bit where Yaya actually contributed something yeah. for the first time in about two no, months. No, don't be silly. That was fantastic. You know, when he did that slide thing that he yeah. hasn't done in two years, yeah. when yeah. he actually made a lunge for something, yeah. That was absolutely he's brilliant. He's given up, hasn't he? Really, bless him. He's somewhere... He's on a beach somewhere, isn't he? I don't, probably... He's already thinking about going to Inter Milan to go back to Mancini. He, he didn't look too bad on Sunday, did he? No, he didn't look too bad. What I'm saying is he, he kind of, for once, as you quite rightly say, he looked as though he was interested at times. Not for the whole game, I'll give you. I thought he had a fair game. He didn't get any credit for what Lee just said that when he slid in and got the ball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the reason I mention Aguero is um, I'm keen to sort of cover this sort of uh, player of the year, sort of farce that's going on. So he scored how many Premier League goals? He wasn't nominated, was he? No, no, he's not been nominated. That's that's my point. So now I think judging takes place kind of three weeks into the season or something, which is part of the problem. (laughs) Yeah, 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 he was doing well at the start of the season. He's got loads of goals at the start. They've got to put their votes in there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'd like to know who actually decides what the list should be. Can can we just do a rundown of the list? Because I can't remember the fourth or fifth fifth or sixth one. Well, you've got Harry Kane. Yeah, De Gea. Eden Hazard. Hazard. On both lists. Yeah. Let's just do the player of the year. Yeah, we're not doing the young. Aguero will be young. So, <laughs> so Kane, Coutinho, De Gea, Hazard, and who are the others? Don't do you know. know. Messi? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last series. No, I can't think. Doesn't matter. It's not but this is a, isn't this a similar situation to when we won the league and Pellegrini was not manager of the year? So why, so why is it? So, so why is no one nominated? Why has Aguero not got nominated? I don't actually think he's had that well-rounded a season, though. I, no, I, actually, no. I, I, don't, I can't remember the six right now, somewhere, but I remember when seeing the six, I didn't really disagree with it. I'm not sure he actually should be in there because we've had a poor season as a team. He had a fair stint out injured. And, um, you know, he's, he, what has he, you know, he went six, seven games without, without scoring when he came back. He only scored against United. <laughs> it does, does make you wonder how far ahead he would be on the goal scoring chart yeah. if he'd have actually had a whole season where he wasn't injured you know issue, kind of, isn't he? he's often he was on fire before he got injured, injured wasn't yeah. he yeah um, yeah carry on <laughs> <laughs> I'm who, who do you think will win the PFA I think Hazard, Hazard will win it probably and Kane Young. Harry Kane's going to bloody Harry win Kane, Harry Kane will win the young player I hate the fact that you can win both of them it just yeah, completely negates it for me. I just think well, not really. if you're if nominated, player, no. But if the young player of the year is the best player of the year, that's that's fine. I just think you should. If if you are nominated for a player, then I think you can't be in the shortlist for you young player. Young. I agree. You can't be. In, I, I, I just think and, and nice actually, young see. player should be capped at say twenty or twenty one. Yeah. Most you can't be twenty two or twenty three and win it. Yeah, exactly. If you had goal line technology or video <laughs> refresh, you'd know who the best player was. Uh, yes. is it, was it Costa? Diego Costa, yeah, the other Diego one? Costa was yeah. one of them, yeah. Player of the year, Costa. So, you got, so we said Costa, we said Seriously. De Gea, Costa. Um, Coutinho, Hazard and Kane. Costa Coffee. Oh, and, and Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez. So no, I mean, where's Aguero getting in there? Let's yeah. be brutally honest with ourselves. I don't think he can. They're, they're, they've all had better overall seasons than him. He may have scored. He may be at the top of the scoring charts, but I don't think that makes you the best player in the league, personally. So who's your, who's going to get your vote then, Steve? Is it is it Harry? Did you go say Harry would, Kane? No, I would go for Sanchez. Well, if I had the two votes, I'd go Hazard as a player and uh, Kane as a young player. Hmm. <laughs> How dare you! You're taking the piss, young man. I'm sorry. We've just thrown things at Stuart. And, uh, <laughs> our own sort of March player of the year. Have you heard who got our, our own March player of the year? Joe Hart. 
Now, doesn't that tell you something about our market? Yeah, it does. In, uh, I voted for Jekyll, of the year. I voted for Jekyll. Hart, Hart, a fantastic <laughs> <laughs> so go on. So, I can't so, think of many better plays this season for us in terms of big game moments. Joe Hart, yeah, really. He's played well. Yeah. Be brutally honest with us. Yeah, I mean, not that there are loads of... Con- exactly, there aren't many contenders, so that's the issue. But, yeah, he's, you know, if you think about the Champions League performances, um, he's been fantastic. He still, you know, he comes up with the odd random mistake. But I, he, he, for me, if, if yeah, say he said to me tomorrow, you've got to get rid of Joe Hart or Vincent Company from the team, sell them. I would keep Hart because I think it's very hard to keep a consistent... Once you've got a very good, consistent keeper, I think you don't want to lose him. And I think, yeah, yeah I think he's more important player for us than Vinny. I think over the last few weeks we've done you know, players out, players in, and I don't think we've done this sort of the, the City Player of the Year, which actually could be quite difficult this year, actually, because, I mean, yeah. there's no standout performance. So, you know, you, you're going Hart. I don't know whether, Steve, you've got I, a different I, view. I would, I would have to agree with Lee. Lee. goalkeeper's union here. Hart, Hart, has been, Hart has been in outstanding form for most of the season and probably more consistent than any other player that we've actually had playing for us this year played very well on Sunday again uh, made a few saves that got people out of trouble when you know when 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 people one on one on goal he comes out and he he makes the right decisions now and he's not making as many howlers as he used to so I'd say silver yeah I think he's up there without him we have no creativity he's missed a lot of games though hasn't he well that's not his fault well whose fault is it it's not bloody mine you don't have to play in every game to be player of the year. No. You've got to play a few, though. He's had a good season, but... He's had a very good season. I don't think he's... Uh, I th- I'd have him in the top three of our best players, but again, that's because... And who's the lacking. second? Who's the third one, then? Uh, probably be Aguero. Yeah. yeah. I can't think yeah. of any others, really. I'm yeah. going to go Aguero. I mean, you know, just yeah. he's can be yeah. consistent. I, I that, he gets my vote, and he should be player of the year because he's a City player, and they automatically should become <laughs> player of the year, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, can we just talk about Europe a minute as well? Um, because there's a few games going on and uh, what about Pep if he kind of loses do you think they'd sack him and we could get him then is that kind of is that on the cards no. is that, is that no. happening I've, yeah. I've heard some rumours about some medical stuff um, controversy they've sat, they've sat the doctor the team doctor yeah, yeah he well, wasn't I thought he stood down I thought but well he, he left yeah, yeah. acrimonious circumstances yeah. so, so fill us in then for those that haven't heard then Lee what's, what's the news I can't then remember to... the story exactly but I think it's something to do with their Champions League defeat wasn't it yes um, the, the, the in, long, in the long standing doctor of that defeat um, he left uh, we don't know the, the, the real reason for it and he, he's, he's a well renowned surgeon who's done a lot for, for people that have had sporting injuries including players like Mark, Michael Owen etc mm-hmm. got them back to some level of fitness I think um, apparently Guardiola was seen to go over to him at one point and actually um, sarcastically uh, nod at him that um, the reason they you know, couldn't use certain players was because they were injured etc so it was, it was all a bit seemed a bit acrimonious really dodgy but I don't I think, think Guardiola will, will leave before the end of his contract. No. He's that sort of guy. And, I, I don't, I've and not he be- won't be sacked. So what's going to happen then? So, so, so I know we've covered this a bit, and we've got some new people this week on the podcast. I know we've covered it. It's, it's hot news, and it's something we should probably cover briefly. So what's go- are we just going to stick with our current manager for another year? Are we going to get a, sort of a, temp, a temp in before Guardiola finishes his contract? Is that the idea? What's going to happen? Is, are we going to stick or twist? Steve? Stick. And that's your view. That's what you want to happen, yeah. or you think that's actually I what's going to happen? I think Pellegrini should be one nothing. With. Yeah, we, we won absolutely. nothing. We're going to finish fourth, maybe even fifth. 
I, so we finish fifth, we stick with him. I'm, I'm, I'm the same as I am for a City player. I won't sit here and, and, and have a, a right old bear bay at him. At the end of the day, he's a City manager. I'll get behind him. And until such time as the City regime decide that they're going to move him on, he, he's still the manager and, and I'll support him. Do you think they'll agree with that? Fifth is a very dangerous prospect in terms of his career. I think he will 100% be sacked if we don't get in the top four. Yeah. Um, and I would, it's hard to find much to argue with that considering our last manager got sucked for finishing second and getting into the FA Cup final. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's struggling if he finishes fifth. If he finishes fourth, I think we'll keep him. I'd like us to keep him, especially considering I don't think Pep's going to be coming to us for at least another season. Um, and I don't think that they've already ruled out Klopp, I think. So there aren't really many other men around who exactly, yeah. attract me personally. So we're going to stick, we'll finish think, wherever we finish and we'll stick then, Stu. I think unless we finish fifth and then they may have a rethink, I think um, if we're in the top four, we'll stick with uh, Pellegrini simply because there's nobody else available. And they may or may not have a, an agreement with a Guardiola that in a year's time he comes to City. I'm not sure. Uh, if, they would, if he would even do that. As a, as he's pretty, you know, an upright citizen, Guardiola, I think. Um, Klopp, as Lee says, we don't really want him. Uh, because? I don't know. I don't think he plays the sort of football we want, does he? I'm I don't think sure. it's about the football. He's a winner. He's a European he's a bit winner. Of I just, maybe, maybe they would just, you know, think he brings some form of... Contra- he's a bit of a joke, a bit of a controversial yeah, figure in the press at times. I mean, I, I, I'd enjoy seeing him managers, but... But this charming man's going to... We're going to finish fourth or fifth? We've also got to look at... at I don't think we'll finish fifth. It's almost impossible to finish fifth, I would say. You've also got to look at Borussia Dortmund this season. They were in the relegation zone up until about Christmas. Mm. They're only... They're at 12th now, 11th now. So, you know, yeah, he had a few really brilliant seasons, but this season's not been great. There is a reason why why he's leaving. Um, So let's not jump on the bandwagon and say he's the next best thing, because he might not be. Um, So where are we going to finish then, Steve? What's your... Fifth is, is out, first is out. So it's second, third or fourth? I think we will eventually finish second. Discuss. discuss. Mm. I think I, I actually think that we could start to go on a bit of a run, and we could pick up some results. We haven't got the most difficult running of the teams that are, are up there. Um, Arsenal have still got to play Chelsea, I think. Again, yeah. um, you know, United just lost against Chelsea. They confidence could be a little bit fragile at some stage or other in the near future and I think we'll catch them at the end we were eight points behind at one stage last year behind Arsenal and we caught them so I don't see any reason why we can't the second realistically it's realistic yeah I think we'll finish third probably in the end I think we will start to pick up some wins that there's no question about it we've been on such poor form I can't see us continue to lose especially with the running we've got so you've got to hope third maybe second yeah third or fourth all right, let's finish with the, the game against uh, Villa on Saturday. Um, FA Cup finalists, Aston Villa, with their excellent manager, who's potentially manager of the year. <coughs> I am joking, of course. Thank God for he's that. Done a, yeah, he's done a decent job there, hasn't he? Well, he's, he's done a reasonable job. He did a reasonable job at Spurs. I don't know why everybody was on his back at Spurs, really. In, in reality, he turned them around. So um, good luck to them. They've done, they've done well by getting to the FA Cup final, beating last year's potential champions of the uh, Premiership, Liverpool, um, who didn't really show up on Sunday, really, to be fair. Um, but good luck to Aston Villa in, in the FA Cup final. But we'll have the three points on the weekend, please. 
Yeah, I think we'll comfortably beat them. Um, you say that every week. You sit here every week. Oh, that is not true. You should have heard the one a few weeks ago when you weren't here, just before the derby. <laughs> I hear them all. I, I listen to them all. Um, yeah, no, I think he's, he's done a good job, Tim Sherwood, but it's one of those cases where managers are so poor with a team for so long. The second you get rid of him and bring another one in, like they have a few really quality players, Delft, Benteke, uh, Weiman, Agbonlor, so they're not... They're not destined for relegation. If you bring a manager in to freshen it up, and he's that sort of character where he's going to G them up in the dressing room, he seems that way um, you know, after the games and in the press and stuff. So I don't think it's too surprising to see uh, an upturn in their form. Having said that, he's probably done better than a lot of people would have expected. Yeah. I, I think he's more of a fan than a manager, isn't he? He's a bit of a cheerleader, and he's done OK. I mean, they've got, they have got some good players, like Lee says. Um, but we'll be okay. They won't. They won't be worried about getting injured before the final because the final's not for another six weeks. Do they? St- they still do need a few points, don't they? I think. Yeah, they need a few points. Yeah, I but think, there's enough poor teams down yeah, there. I think yeah, one I more win or you yeah. know, four or five more points. Will so do. who's your three to go down then? QPR, Burnley. I'd love to say Sunderland because <laughs> uh, I really don't like Sunderland. But I don't know. I think Leicester might. I've just peaked too soon, if that sounds that ridiculous. They've, they've gone three on the trot now, and I reckon if they lose again, if this little uh, upsurge of form ends, I think that might be it for them. I'm going Burnley, QPR, Leicester as well. That's uh, my three. Wow. They keep up their present run, they'll go down. They've lost their last six. How many points are they on? Uh, 41, 47? No, no, they're not, no. Yeah. No, they're Actually, still late 30s or something, uh, 38 ish. Hull are in a bit of danger as yeah, well. There's yeah. a few, one team could just drop through yeah. the floor, that. And it often happens, doesn't it? There's yeah. one team. Newcastle could well be that yeah, team. Yeah, could be that team. I don't think they will. And they're down, too big a club to go down as, a, no, as a nonsense. You, you need points. Too smaller club. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to add, Steve? No, I agree with you, but I also think, like Stuart, Newcastle are in grave danger. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're not. We're going to finish second, third, fourth, or fifth. Um, and we'll all be not back. Very, not, no, it's not going to happen, is it? No, Second, third fifth. or fourth. G- gentlemen, a, a huge thanks to Stuart Brodkin, to Steve Cox and to Lee Warner. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.